So now at 7 10 a.m., we're going to be discussing isolation. Let's talk isolation. But I know um, Olimide likes to give a little, you know, intro before we go into the topic proper proper. So, Olimide, I'm going to allow you to do that before we get into the discourse for this morning proper proper. Well, good morning, everyone. Just a pleasure to watch Olimide mesmerize with uh, <laughs> everything. Thank so, God, thank God, thank God. Uh, last week was a very touchy one mm -hmm. because it came at the heels of the death or suicide or murder, murder of uh, someone very dear to us, Osinachi. <coughs> and we dealt with uh, a topic called doctrine. Now, for those that remember, the word doctrine is derived from the Latin word dossier or doctrina, which means to teach. The word doctrine is also the origin word for doctor, which means teacher. So doctrine means to teach, and doctor means teacher. <laughs> and uh, from that, we referred the definition of doctrine, which means it is a belief or set of beliefs mm -hmm. held and taught by a church or a political party or other groups. Mm -hmm. It is essential to know that the belief of the leader of an organization becomes the doctrine of the organization. So this means that in spite of what may be the law of the land or the word of God, doctrine simply means what the leader believes. This tells us that doctrine is different from the word in particular, though it may have its foundation in the word of God, but it is the interpretation and the belief of the leader that becomes the doctrine. We have 16,300 churches in Nigeria, and we have 16,300 doctrines from the same religion called Christianity. So it tells you that the interpretations given to the Bible by various leaders becomes the doctrine of the church. Uh, I want to have a little tradition, and that is, I want to always remember someone that we would not, uh, we shouldn't forget in a hurry. The late uh, Osinachi. Uh, it's it's just uh, amazing. I, I want to have a little tradition so that we don't forget too quickly in the heels of the various uh, avoidable deaths Nigeria has been suffering uh, in recent times. It has come to, to an alarming uh, rate that I would give you this statistic. The one in every three marriages would end in a separation or divorce by the second anniversary. One in every four women will suffer domestic abuse or violence in the first year. 89% of separations, divorces, domestic violence, and abuse are from Christian marriages. And by the way, the statistics are growing. By the year 2000, that's 2025, a Christian woman will more likely die from her marriage and its complications than any other natural disease. The rate at, of spousal killings, of abuse, and domestic violence has risen that it is now uh, 
killing more than some natural diseases and illnesses. So what is the problem? If 89% of the class fails, then it shows that there's a problem and that the problem is not with the students, but with the teachers or the policy of the school and what is being taught. If a few uh, students fail in the class, it is understandable, but more and more people failing to the extent that 89% of the class fails, it shows you that there is a problem with the teacher or what is being taught when other beliefs or other social systems and religions are doing better in the area of marriage it shows that Christians are doing something wrong I was in a meeting with the principal of a school and a representative of a very very big church and this issue was being discussed and the gentleman said that church is doing something about it and that they have increased the period of counseling, marriage counseling from two months to six months. And I said, is the length or duration of counseling, is that what will determine the success of a marriage? If in two months you give them uh, a, a model of counseling and it results to massive failure and then you extend to six months of giving them the same manual, how can you do the same thing and expect a different result? Sadly, ladies and gentlemen, something has to be done. And uh, this is not a Christian program. We're also addressing, uh, we're addressing everybody. But there is a peculiar problem here when Christians are dying in such large numbers from their marriages. Doctrine. I would want to move to isolation now. Uh, isolation, as is the topic of discourse for today, mm -hmm. simply means the state of one who is alone. That is according to Merriam-Webster. Isolation is the state of one who is alone. The synonyms of isolation are seclusion, solitude, and separation. So. Isolated means now from isolation to set apart, to separate from another. Uh, the Collins English Dictionary says to cause them to lose their friends or supporters. That is isolated. To cause to lose friends, supporters, or family. Now, I have said earlier that we have 16,300 churches and doctrines, and the effect of doctrine is what you call isolation. Let me give you an example. We are no longer called by the same God we serve, but by the denomination we attend. It causes loyalty to a particular doctrine instead of loyalty to Christ then it will be that some are for Paul, some are for Silas, some are for, for Matthew. Uh, and then we say, well, uh, I'm a Christian, but I am uh, redeemed. I'm a Christian, but I am MFM. I'm a Christian, but I am... The issue is that we are now having more loyalties to our doctrines and the churches rather than the loyalties to Christ himself. I will give you an example 
doctrines lead to isolation where people are set apart like race to different denominations instead of being together in under one umbrella of uh, God. We are now loyal to doctrine instead of loyal to the word of God, which should be the basis of our foundation with the basis of Christianity. Someone came to me last year, called me and said that um, when she got married, well, while before they got married, the husband then took, well, her fiancé then took to meet the pastor, and while they were talking, she noticed that the pastor was a bit dismissive of her and nonchalant towards her, but, you know, maybe he had a bad day. So they got married, and she noticed that whenever they had problems, he would call the pastor, and the pastor would ask him to come alone, that she thought that, you will call both of us to mm-hmm. talk to us, but he was always going alone. And then, you know, she now asked that, uh, you know, you're, they're calling that, are they not, you know, it's supposed to be a couple's thing, that how is it that you will go to your pastor and your pastor will talk to you privately, I don't know what is going on if we are to resolve this. You know, she raised uh, an objection. And then, uh, you know, eventually, she, she, her husband told her that, well, the pastor says that the reason their marriage has issues is because he married from another denomination. That if he had simply married from the church, that they would not be having this kind of issues. But because he was stubborn and went to marry from another church, that is why they are having problems. And when this started leading to malice, when you wouldn't talk, when you wouldn't say, because they have already given you the diagnosis of your problem, which was married from another church, eventually the man left. The marriage did not last two years. Left, and then later got married to someone else from the church. I guess the problems still continue. Uh, Well, she was no longer in the matter. It was now because... You married from another church. That is why you are having issues. This is the problem with doctrine. It's now, just like race separates us, doctrines now separate Christianity instead of us just having the Bible. And once doctrine is separating us, then we are now loyal to the leaders instead of loyal to Christ. The very purpose of doctrine is separation. And I need, I cannot, I cannot emphasize that enough. The reason we argue is because of doctrine, not because of the Bible. Doctrine is to divide. Once to the right, once to the left, and then we say we are one body. The thing about it is that of all the doctrines in uh, in the various denominations, would you believe that 98% of them agree on just one thing, and that is marriage. We have different doctrines, but all now agree on one thing, and that is you cannot leave or separate or divorce your wife when you have issues. No matter how bad the abuse or the violence is, you have to go back to submit. How do do you, does this strike you as very odd? that with the various doctrines of my own, holiness of my own, prayers of my own, this of my own, that, all of them agree on just one thing, and that is don't leave your husband, don't leave 
your wife. This aroused my curiosity. At least 97, 98% of churches agree on that. Of all the doctrines in the Bible, it is that that they own, they agree to. And that made me very curious. You know, doctrines have gone into families preventing siblings and parents from even helping their own children. They tell them to go back. Doctrine is not partnering with culture to tell them just submit, go back. But let me tell you something. The major reason that most of them agree on the issue of remaining in abusive marriages, of submission, is that doctrine and church founders are mainly men. Churches are founded mainly by men, so they would not support or lay weight to anything that will give their own wives a reason to leave them. So if they support you to live in an abusive marriage, then their wives too can leave them in an abusive marriage. I will tell you that as a fact and not as a doctrine. When you see people being, some days ago, mm -hmm. I think it's even, it's even, I think it's been posted on Instagram now. A man, out of anger, took out a knife, stabbed his wife, purposely made sure he ruptured the intestines manually, mm -hmm. then ran out of the house, took her phone, locked the door so that nobody would be able to help her. Help came very late. By the time they were able to break down the door, she was almost dead. By the time they got her to the hospital, she was oh. dead. My name is Oninye Chiekumankama, and you are listening to Relationship 360. We're discussing isolation. Um, very quickly, we'll allow him conclude this very um, tragic story he was sharing about a, the way a man gruesomely murdered yeah. his wife. So, and I don't understand. That, 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 that was in, um, I think, Plitu State. And, um, you know, he, the issue was that before then, he had already threatened with a cutlass with which he wanted mm -hmm. to leave, but was told to stay. And that is the problem when, when people have isolated their families and friends because of uh, relationships and doctrines don't help as well. Yeah. I, I would advocate that everyone realize that you were not born into this world by yourself. You didn't yeah. fall from the sky. You belong to a family unit. And no relationship, any relationship, whether religious or with another human, that would take you away from your family is actually that of a hunter. Now, remember, isolation is the state of being alone to separate from another. And an ancient rule of the predator or hunter is that is to catch a prey, you must isolate it from its group. So you must separate it from its herd to catch it. <laughs> The same goes for those who are in marriages or relationships where your partner has separated you from your family and friends. When any member of their own family comes, it's okay. But when your family members come, they are not welcome. Listen, death is the only destination for an animal that has been separated from its herd 
flock or family. When you see now that you are dating, uh, separation, someone always wants to be around you, guide your relationships, control who you talk to. <clears throat> separation is a tactic of uh, is a tactic of the hunter to its prey. Separation, isolation means help is far. That is all. Separation, isolation means help is far away from you. That means should anything happen, you are such a distance from your people that a cry for help will not even be heard. You have been dissociated for so long. Can, can we, can we, can we, you know, I, I'm looking at the story of Osinaki and I want us to draw an inference. I have been saying this, but now it is real to everybody because now you can relate it to somebody we all know. One of the first things the parents said, the mother said, was that in seven years, she did not see her child. Even when the, she gave birth, it was a neighbor that called her to tell her that your child has given birth. She was denied omugwa, she was denied. When you are with someone who is isolated, that is not a sign of love. It is the trait of a predator. That means keeping help away from you. Death is the only consequence for an animal that has left its herd. Let, 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 let's do something. Alright, so now we'll uh, pay tribute to the late Osinachi by listening to um, the song everyone knows her with um, for a little while before we continue on the conversation. So stay with us.
Do you know that the mortuary attendant where Osinachi's body is being kept has lodged a request? He doesn't want to work because Osinachi's body sings every 12 midnight. Mm. He says he hears her singing, that mm. is her corpse, and he's no longer feeling comfortable mm. to remain in the mortuary at 12 midnight every mm. night so when people say well let her soul rest in peace i told you i said how can a soul rest in peace when he died before its time and left four children you say well she was here god has given god has taken god did not take it was clearly before her time that is the mortuary attendant claiming every night 12 midnight, she starts singing. That is the corpse of Osinachi. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have a family member that has been isolated, you see, it is the failure of the family, it is the failure of a church not to notice what the whole world is noticing. At least he, the pastor claims he did not know. <laughs> when the, your pain, your suffering, the family knew, did nothing. Now she's dead, everybody is coming out. Families, I would, I would implore you, fathers, mothers, do not give your children to sudden death. Do not give your children to predators. When you know that there is something wrong, your child is being bruised, your child is crying, take back your child. If you have to fight, if you have to break down the door, fight to take back your child because you did not give birth to a child only for her to be destroyed by another. Let it be a communal effort now. Let people begin to speak up against it. You have a neighbor, you have you, that, that you see that every night, every morning, this one is fighting, that one is beating. Let us now start launching random reports. Publicize it. Let everybody know. By the time it is now in the spotlight, abusers will have no place to hide. Let churches, like I love Apostle Solomon, he said something uh, in a video I watched during the week. He said, before yes I do kills you kill yes I do 
And he said, if any member of his church is beaten on, and they tell him that he would arrange the men in the church, they would pray first and commit the beating into the hands of God. Mm -hmm. And they will go into this person and beat up that abuser. And as long as it is a member of the church, that after beating, he would take the bride away. Or if it is the wife that is beating the husband, they would take the... We need to create an unsafe place for abusers. Let it. Let them not be safe in the church. Let them no longer hold positions in the church. You know the abusers, yet you give them church positions to hold. In what way? Please, um, before we, 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 we round up, let, let's quickly make that call there. Let, let, us, let us stop making it safe for abusers. Let us stop giving abusers that authority. You know, would say that, um, uh, yes, she's my wife. The family will come and say, no, no, but you can't see them. She's my wife. But she's my daughter. Joke. Hi, good morning. My name is Onini Chiekumakama, and you are currently live on 99.3 Nigeria in 4FM Lagos. How are you today, sir? I'm doing fine. Great. Uh, next, we'll be hearing the voice of uh, Olumide Kayode Omoshiri. And we'll be speaking to you for a few minutes. Good morning, sir. Uh, good morning, Barista. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine. Sorry I woke you up this morning. No problem, no problem. It's part of the trying <laughs> to look for help. All right. So, sir, what, what is, we have just three minutes. So, what, what is going on? Yes, uh, my brother, his wife has isolated him for some time now. He started about maybe about six years. They're married together about maybe eight or nine years now. Okay. So, he, he started, I will not want to bore you with the details of But the thing is that they, was, they were living in Lagos before. But before then, we have been seeing some signs that if you call him, you won't be there. As I speak now, his number doesn't go again. Mm -hmm. The wife's number two. They are not on WhatsApp. They are not on Do you know where they Facebook. live? So we don't know anything about him. Once in a while, a mom is late. Once in a while, he calls my dad. Uh, maybe maybe once in two months, one in three months at times, from just from the blues. Okay. So presently now, we don't know whether he's going through domestic. Violence or whatever. My dad has tried several to talk to the wife's mom so that they can maybe say that yes, that my son is not relating with me, he's not relating with his other siblings and all that. But the wife and the mother will keep because I don't want to mention the church. I don't know whether you can mention the church of the mother. No, please. Please don't. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but do you know where he lives? No, please don't mention no, any... Wait, sorry. What What is the church? What is the... What is the sorry, the wife's mother? What does the church have to do See. with it? The, the thing is that my dad said he wants to go and report to the church because the wife's mother church, they said that maybe he respects a pastor. So, okay. so that if they report to the church and... Maybe you can now compare with the mother because the mother knows where they have been. They oh, move, we heard that they move from Lagos to Portacot, but the address in Portacot we don't know. And China. you don't, when was the last time you spoke to your brother? Me personally, I spoke to him last, maybe about four years ago. What? Uh, yes, about four years ago. That was the last so that time. That means you've not even seen him mm -hmm. in at mm -hmm. least four years. Yeah, his, mom, his number doesn't go. Any his number, any of which want to try. Even my dad. Dangerous. And <laughs> trying his number, his, his number will not go. We just call him. It's only my dad that he calls at times. My dad went through a major operation last year. He almost died, but thank God he was still alive. But okay. so when he now, I think he had. 
to call one of my brothers. Then I was asking that, why would you beg my dad and all that? He said that, yeah. That one now said that, look, if you are doing like this, then your own child too will do it to you that he hung up and will not have it from him since then. Well, are, are you are you are absolutely sure that it is the wife's handiwork? Yes, we are absolutely sure because one, before you got married, it's not like this. Mm-hmm. Two, there are things that happened, and we know that it was the wife. Just give us so one. Just give us one. Complication in contact with them. Oh, the wife's family. They talk. They talk. They know where, but it's only yes. your brother that with that. Okay. When they get back to their second child, the three, that thing I had, we had later, because it took us five months to even hear that he gave back. That's why he gave back. Wow. Yeah, that was about six or seven years ago. That was when we now know that he had a serious problem. They were still in Lagos then. Mm. So the wife, the wife mother knew, and now said that, because when we accused that, then he said that it was my brother that said that uh, he doesn't want us to know. Uh, okay, tell me one of the reasons, just one, the major reason that you, you well, first you said it wasn't like that, it was until after I got married. Then what makes you, that thing that made you, made you, you so sure that it was the wife? Can you, can yes, you? it was later because we finally got married. We had that wife now said that we, our family doesn't like her. I think that is why she's not isolating my brother and isolating from us. Because you know, before we got married, you know, all these because we are Christians, that's okay. Mm-hmm. The prophet now to check it and all that. They now said that they, they, according to what I have listened, they said that the prophet said that they might have challenges. Mm-hmm. I mean, that only the big uh, that you can scatter the family, that mm-hmm. wife in future. So they now advise him not to marry her. So my brother now told the fiancé then. So I think that oh, your brother told her that mm-hmm. what they are saying is that he shouldn't marry her. Yeah, that's so. That she, she gets she gets annoyed easily, and she is likely to scatter our family. Oh, she's hot tempered. Um, she's not to to me, but I don't speak with them. Oh, okay, because you said she gets annoyed easily. That's why I just picked that out now. Yes. Mm, so she has not existed annoyance to me, so I wouldn't say what I I can't find. That's fair. Uh-huh. Okay. But, so when he told her then that this is what he said, I think she held on to it and that uh, maybe after getting married. So that was I think that that is fact that's what me So when they now got married, she now took him from Lagos to Portacot, as in totally like, you know, just leave. Well, don't worry, we we, we would look for him. Yeah, initially when they were in Lagos, we know their house, we know where they stay, even though if you go, they might say that they are not around, Hmm. Uh, they just give an excuse, but now we don't even know where to stay. Thank you, so you very much. I really appreciate. We'll find you. We'll find you. We'll find you. Thank you so much. By for your God's time. grace. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
All right. God bless you. God bless. Lumi, let me ask you: Is there anything that can be done legally about this kind of situation? I mean, you don't even know if your brother is alive, topless, or if he's okay. Yeah, educate the public because I'm sure that he's not the only one. me when I am. See, when my daughter got into the University of Lagos, I put a post on Facebook. I said, this father is ready to go to jail. Do you understand? <laughs> so it tells you that I will not, in my own daughter, if By it were own my self. own daughter, you understand, mm -hmm. you can't try this. Of course. But now I'm asking legally. Legally, I, I would go and, go I would go and, you know, where I would go, I would go to human trafficking. Okay. I would go to the gender unit and okay. report that my child is missing. But this is a whole grown adult. Now. Yes, he's so still that my can child. Still be done. Yes. Okay. Just checking. If I'm my child is a hundred years old, he's still my child. Mm -hmm. My child is missing. The family will go. He's missing. You know, the other there was one that we we went. I was telling you about a case in. Uh, no, no, no. This was last week. A case in. Uh, I, I, it's in Abuja. The man locked up the woman for six months and said she was fasting and praying. He's a pastor. And said he locked, her, he locked her up in the room. By the time it forcefully entered, she was covered in feces. Her urine was all over the floor because she wasn't allowed to leave that room. And now she did not recognize people. You know, six months, six months in a room, and the man you says that you see, it's not an issue about pastors. Oh, it is about people that claim to be pastors. Anybody, I, I can come here and say my name is Pastor. So were you there at my ordination? We don't know. So you just say, oh, Pastor. And anybody, even, even every, the ordination, uh, some people just get there, like you said. Some people call God, God doesn't call them. Know, this type of work, God should call you. It's not just uh, oh, you know, some, I feel like being a pastor today. Mm -mm, it doesn't work like that. God called some, some called God, some. <laughs> the, the, it was the pastor that said, "Okay, come and be a pastor." You know, mm -hmm. all kinds of people yeah. are there now, and the issue is that when it comes to an isolation. Listen, there's a confusion to people when you think isolation is an expression of love. It is not. It is a hunter's instinct to its prey. Isolation means help is far. It means that it is a state of being alone. You are alone as in anything can happen and anything will happen. There are some people now that have been missing. Nobody knows where they are. For decades, nobody knows where they are. Look at this gentleman. He says in four years, occasionally he just calls the father. Uh, you don't know whether it's even a recorded or maybe he's reading a script. You don't know if he's well. Probably you now get to see him and you see him so lean. You see him. So four years is a long day. They've not even seen the children. They don't know how. Uh, and it's not like you're constantly have making video calls or you can see and you know that, okay, your, your child is okay. That's... No, no, no. I'm appealing to, to families now. Even, you see, the issue is that the church stands at a very peculiar place because they know people listen to their pastors. So pastors exert a great, a great strength of influence and people, you should use that influence to teach people correctly separate people when the marriage is not working, when it is abusive separate them, it is not by force burying our young now is, should not become a fashion number one, number two 
when you notice that families cannot reach their loved one in the name of marriage you see there are some that it is a personal decision you know that okay leave but when it is marriage that takes away a daughter from a family takes away a son from the family uh, and you people think that domestic violence and abuse is only for men no women at least what we heard now it is a woman that has isolated the husband you understand so uh cry out. Families, don't sit down there and watch and bury your young. Don't sit down there and commit your own child to the arms of a stranger. And I think, you know, to the men too, society has, you know, made men seem like they have to be macho in every situation even when their lives are at risk. So please, to that person listening, yeah. you're a man, but you deserve to speak up too if you're going through something. Whether or not people will shame you, that's their business. The point is, you're getting help and you're being okay at the end of the day. All right, I right. have a few more minutes, seconds actually, a few seconds to break, four, three, two, one in a bit, so we'll go for a break. Wow.